Cut the Crust presents The Screening Room. Won't you be my valentine? Oh, hi, Mark. And welcome back to Series 2 of The Screening Room. Um, I'm your host, Rutvig Vaid, uh, in case you didn't know. And um, yeah, we kick off uh, the second series with a uh, a wonderful, really romantic episode to celebrate the month of love. It's February, that's right. And uh, two weeks ago, it was Valentine's Day. And so two weeks prior to that, I dragged my poor unsuspecting brother, well, kind of partly suspecting, but mostly unsuspecting, uh, brother to a very special screening of The Room. Yeah, that unbelievably romantic film that gets everybody's hearts in a flicker. Um, wait, is that the expression? Hearts in a flicker? I'm Okay, I don't know. But um, yeah, we went to see a special screening of The Room with Tommy Wiseau and Greg Sestero at the uh, Prince Charles Theatre here in London, in Leicester Square. And what an interesting experience it was. Uh, he, both he and I, my, my brother and I, not, not Tommy Wiseau or Greg Sestero, we hadn't seen The Room before. We knew that there was a cult following. Um, we, like some, I guess, had... Uh, seen the disaster artist, and we were pulled into the film through that. And excuse me, but there is nothing wrong with that, you hardcore the room fanatics. I know your precious little film gem that you discovered is now sort of kind of mainstream, and everybody knows about it. But you know, uh, who gives a shit? Anyway, so. <laughs> My brother and I went to see this film, and um, we consumed a little bit of alcohol uh, because we felt we probably needed to, uh, based on what we knew of the film and what we'd seen. And uh, what follows is um, a live recording, basically, uh, before the film, and then our thoughts thereafter. Uh, enjoy. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Like, two weeks after the fucking fact, but hey-ho. Okay, we're here at uh, the um, Prince Charles. Prince, yeah, there's water. No, <laughs> no, wait, hang on. Fuck. There. Now drink. So I'm here with my brother at uh, a screening of The Room with Tommy Wilson and Greg uh, Sestero. They're going to be on stage in a minute. But uh, so my brother and I have not seen this film ever before. I don't understand what this fucking plastic spoon shit is about. No, me either. Um, we are two of those um, there, was a, there was another thing that they said. There was the um, there was the rugby ball, the um, yeah, the, football, um, the spoon, and inflatables. It, yeah, and something inflatable. Yeah, I hope they're sex toys. Hang on, just quickly though, yeah. before we get kicked out. Yeah. Um, okay, so we are two. We are right in the front row, by the way. Yeah, we are right in the front. Um, we're those muppets who um, we've never seen this film. Uh, 
I was aware of it, but I hadn't seen it. But I, I, I saw wasn't, the, I wasn't, my okay. brother told me all about this. And then we saw the, uh, the, disaster, yeah, the disaster artist. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of hardcore Wing fans hate that fucking film. Yeah. Is that right? Well, okay. Because it's just so niche and cult, and now it's kind of made it mainstream so much that us come to see it. Absolutely. Well, I was just about to say, it's because of the Franco Brothers movie that I know I now know about this. Yeah, yeah. And and the reason I am sat in a, in a Prince Charles theatre about to watch the original version of The Room. Yeah. The only version of The Room, well, yeah. Yeah, well, the only version. Oh, okay, I'd love to see their remake. You know all the cutscenes and stuff that they did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cutaways in the disaster uh, they remade the scenes. I must say, I am, um, I, I'm very excited to actually meet uh, Tommy Raisu. Visao? Visao, Visao. I don't know how you pronounce it. Uh, okay, so, but, um, uh, yeah. expectations, expectations, what do you think? Um, it's supposedly the uh, worst uh, film ever made. Yeah, I, I, d- I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not sure, I mean, I'm kind of excited to be here. Because yeah. I, I, I feel like I'm part of a cult now. Um, I feel like I'm not where it's, where I know, like I know. Uh, it's, it, it, it's pretty fans. sad, but I do feel like I'm part of a following now, which is awesome. Okay. But at the same time, um, I'm kind of dreading the next 99 minutes. Is that uh, how long this film is? Yeah, it's 99 minutes. I'm kind of dreading the fact that I'm about to watch it on a screen, which is extremely close to me, by the way. Yeah. Um, and it still looks small. And uh, and 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 yeah. I think our TV. And, and do I have this. the patience to um, handle this? I, I I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure. Okay. But um, but um, uh, as my brother quite rightly said, we'll report. We'll report back in a hundred minutes. Yeah. So we'll come back. Well, I didn't say that, but I was about to. Okay. So we'll we'll come back at the end of this and give you our thoughts. But um, yeah, I'm just interested about. I'm interested in these spoons. I'm excited. Yeah, okay. me too. Me too. Well, no, one s- no one throws them because we've been told explicitly not, not to, to throw, throw spoons or inflatable devices. So we're going to hope that no, no okay. one does that. So yeah. Okay. I'll try and take some sneaky pictures as well. Oh, yes. Do that. Yeah. Okay. Catch you on the other okay. side. See you. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hey, Johnny. What's up? I have a problem with Lisa. She said that I hit her. <laughs> what? Well, did you? No, it's not true. Don't even ask. You are lying. I never hit you. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Hey, this is Greg Sestero, and you are listening to The Screening Room Podcast. Okay, so we've just come out of um, the screening of The Room. That's kind of yep. cool, right? We're on. We're I, in the. I, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 was, I, was, I was surprised. I was just gonna say we're on the show, the screening room. Yep. And we just come from a screening yes. of the room. All right. Blow, <laughs> you just blow my mind. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. And hang, and hang on. On that same note. Yep. Um, uh, did Tommy Rousseau and his partner Greg Sister Greg, did he not just give you a big shout out? Uh, or is that going to be secret? No, is that going to be a no, secret? Because I've chucked that in during the bit while we were watching the film. Okay. But um, no, because Tommy was like, uh, talk to Greg. Yeah. Talk yeah, to Greg. yeah, but Greg yeah, really, Greg really, really looked pleased to do that, didn't he? he was I, I think like, he looked extremely fed up. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean <laughs> from the very first moment we saw him, he looked fed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, we're still trying to work out whether that's like yeah. his act or if it's I genuine. Th- I think that he is just playing a role because he's getting paid sensational amounts of money. Ah, like, you um, think sensational? Um, Maybe they've got their flights and hotel paid. Yeah. And then whatever they make on the merch, they keep, right? But Tommy, Tommy Wiseau is like ridiculously rich, right? 
uh, and so he, like, he's the, just the funding this guy yeah. to be his like psychic. Yeah, oh man, I don't think Greg Sestero would I be mean, too happy about being called Tommy's psychic. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone would be, but he's quite clearly made a name for, him, uh, for himself by yeah, just yeah. being Tommy's guy. Yeah, 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 um, his, his creative partner. And yeah, okay, yeah, cre- wonderful creative partner, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, go- going back, going back to the room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh wait, wait. I just want to say that we are. I just want to give a little plug to this place that we're in. Yeah. Only because um, uh, in 2014 I did like my s- third play, or second or third play. Ah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. And nice, um, nice. we we did a. Um, sort of an alternate reality version of uh, Ayn Rand's 9th of January 16th where I played uh, uh, Guts Reagan which my brother saw what yeah, did you think of yeah, that? Yeah, superb one of my thank you, thank one, you, thank one, you. one of my favourite productions of yours of, my, of uh, all oh, like oh, three of them well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of my uh, favourite acting um, uh, um, thingies yeah thingies yeah. that you were involved in so they've all been great but this in particular was, uh, was, was exceptional Cool, I th- thank I th- you, I think so you, were, you were very good at that. Thank so, you. Uh, and and it, m- more, more so because you involved us all. Yeah, I did, yeah, yeah there was audience participation in, yeah. in terms of the... Uh, anyway, I won't ruin the play, but yeah, yeah. we got the audience to vote at the end. It's a courtroom drama. Anyway, so if you're ever in London, very good. Uh, come down to uh, the St. Martin's Lane round. Bar, it's a yeah. beautiful bar. Yeah, it's a really it's got nice that bar. whole sort of Art Deco thing going yeah, on. Really nice, One of the yeah. reasons we picked it to do our show. So we're just having a or post um, the room screening drink in here it's wonderful yeah do come anyway so sorry to cut you off go no no I was just going to say um, and, and, and to uh, add to that I mean we're here just to kind of unclog our minds unclog. from what we have just witnessed yeah yeah because yeah. it was we're the real virgins it was absolutely surreal yeah and absolutely right and that's a, that's a, that's a very important point um, we, we were absolute virgins to this. so we watched yeah. the um, the Franco Brothers remake of the remake no, um, remake, the biographical. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, my apologies, yeah, the, the making of the making. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and this was. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was flipping surreal. Never been in a theatre or a uh, cinema where I have spoken through the entire production and it was acceptable to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I mean, getting plastic spoons flung at your face. Exactly, right? And the entire movie, every scene we were. <laughs> we were openly talking about how bad they were, yeah. how bad the scene was, how bad the acting was, but all of it just but sort really of added. It worked. It just all added to. Yes. Oh, our thank food you. has just arrived. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Um, it all just added to this wonderful experience. Oh wait a second. What is it? Is this the chicken lollipop? Uh, yes. This one is. Yeah. yeah. No, this, is this is. Yeah. This no. So I ordered the chicken lollipops. Ah, we're, we're, uh, we're just uh, sorting our food out. We're just trying to black some free food. Bear with us. Oh, no, we lost it. I thought we were going to get some free sliders there for a second. Hey, Thank you so are. much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, maybe, yeah, a fork, please. Just some tissues as well. Thank you very much. Well, I guess we keep the sausages. Maybe, maybe just leave that till the end. Maybe we just eat those and say, I didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. I mean, it's too late. Um, yeah, what a bizarre experience. What a, what a bizarrely wonderful 
experience. I mean, um, it's very difficult to put into words exactly what we just went through for 99 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but Thank you. I, I, you know, Thank you so much. Strangely, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, quite possibly one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, but just so captivating. The whole thing yeah, yeah, yeah. was just so fragmented, so detached from reality. Yeah. However, when you put everything into context, it's so true with what's happening in yeah, reality right you now. You were going to say it was very real. Like it's, you know, if you, if you, if you if you take a step back and just actually take Tommy Raisu for what he actually is, he's a, he's an extremely sensitive human being, um, mm. and everything that he portrayed in that movie is there were there were real human emotions, real things that we all go through on a day-to-day basis um, and he just sort of projected that in a very a very strangely comedic way I don't think he you know wanted to project it in that particular way but it you know it came out in that way but if you had the ability to see through that you kind of got you know you kind of got into his brain you kind of felt a little bit sorry for him well actually not a little bit I mean extremely sorry for the guy because yeah. actually he spilled his guts on on, on, on the screen and it was wonderful it was wonderful to watch and it was um, it was extremely sort of um, strangely eye opening mm. and, uh, and, and, and bizarrely close to reality which is yeah. what I was not expecting and he makes that there's that one line uh, and it's being quoted I guess it's a famous quote from the film because remember we're newbies right don't fucking hate us for this yep but, uh, yeah. and we're going to research why the spoons are being thrown by the yeah, way yeah what the fuck was that all about but um I quote about if everybody was a bit nicer to each other or something, then the world would be a better place. Correct. So I like fucking hell, man. And that, that, that is so relevant right now. But that was that was the underlying tone, yeah. wasn't it? I mean, that's what I got from it. it yeah. I mean, that exactly what you just said right there, bro. Yeah. That was the underlying tone of it all. Yeah. If everyone, because Tommy comes like a wonderful human being, like you know everything he did was kind of it just felt like it was heartfelt. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, and everything yeah. he did was genuine, but. People around him. I mean, holding was dramatized, obviously, but people around him were just kind of taking the piss out of this wonderfully open and honest and genuine person. Yeah, and kind um, of like you kept using the word naive. Yeah. Like, so we had a theory. Like yeah. for me, um, I'm just gonna take a, a bite into a chicken lollipop. Oh, go do it. Go do it. So, go um, do excuse it. the crunching if there is any. Oh, that's fine. It's it's a bonus. It's a bonus feature. Um, the like I re- I kind of ended up. Not relying on, but I was using the audience to kind of help my understanding of what was going on because they were like reacting in these ways. I was like, "What's happening right now?" I, didn't know yeah, what I, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. Kind of, yeah. I mean, I've, I've kind of strayed a bit. I, I uh, found myself getting caught into the um, the whole sort of um, you know the theatre about it all. Yeah, and then it was allowing a the others. Experience. So it really was. It and, really, and really at was. At the Prince Charles, you gotta yeah. remember, we were there with basically fans. I think my brother and I were the only two fucking muppets who were there who had no idea what was really going on or what to expect I, I, mean, I liked it that way though because you and I both kind of went in yeah I love that naivety right yeah. it? somebody else used to tell me I think it was one of my friends used to say that they would go to the cinema and you also you did, you don't like watching movie trailers no no and I've kind of in this especially in this day and age I've completely forgotten what that experience is like going into a film completely cold being and totally knowing, surprised. Yeah, um, and being absolutely surprised. I'll tell you one of the one uh, one of the uh, movies that I was um, 
the most taken aback by because I had no idea what it was about. And this is absolutely genuine. I mean, since this particular movie, I, you know, um, I have watched trailers and I kind of, you know, you know, you do kind of have an understanding of what films are typically about. But yeah. I went in um, with with uh, a previous girlfriend of mine, and I took her to, to see watch Avengers. No, no, this is many, many years oh. ago. This is uh, uh, what I mean. Uh, the best part of 16 years, I'd say. Yeah. Saw. The very first Saw. And you had no idea what it was I had no idea what it was about. And I took my then-girlfriend to go uh, to the cinema. So it was a lovely romantic, romantic, yeah, a romantic <laughs> kind of trip to the movies. Oh, oh, were we both very surprised. Um, and I think um, I've always kind of, you know, I, I, I've never wanted to allow... Uh, you know, uh, trailers and that sort of thing to spoil the the, the magic of cinema. Yeah. Um, so, like I say, Saw was a wonderful example where I mean, when we actually got into the movie, and I actually then sort of understood. And my brother will tell you, I am an absolute woof when it comes to uh, horror, um, yeah. <laughs> severe thrillers. <laughs> um, and I had my knees up, uh, masking my face and my eyes so that I couldn't watch certain scenes in the movie because they were just too much for me to handle. And she dumped you soon after. Uh, right? uh, well, she thought I was pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but hey-ho, things happen for a reason. But yeah, since then I've um, I've kind of made a conscious effort to <laughs> at least understand what genre of movie I'm watching or I'm about to yeah, watch. Yeah, yeah. I won't let the um, uh, I won't let you the mystery you're going to watch like a, like a DIY movie. Something about <laughs> renovation. <laughs> Home improvement. Wait, right, Tim Allen. Woo, woo. <laughs> you can give me some great ideas about this new deck extension I want to do. Exactly, and then you have li- limbs being sliced. So oh, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. So I do, I do make it. I mean, yeah, we, we've completely gone off rails. No, but, um, no, no. Well, yeah, I mean, we're just talking about what it means to go into a film completely cold and unexpecting. Although, having said that, we didn't actually go into this completely cold Correct. because yeah, yeah. we knew of it. We had an expectation that this is going to be the worst film that we've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but there was still such a magnetism towards it all, wasn't there? And, and for me, I think yeah. I think it was because I wanted to be part of the cult following. I kind of, you know, I want to be part of. It. Yeah, I wanted to. I want to be able to say that, you Fomo, know, baby. Uh, uh, perhaps, but you know, it's it's one of those things where, at work, for example, excuse yeah. me, on a day-to-day basis, you can kind of. T- I mean, I, 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 and today, for example, uh, before I arrived to come here. Uh, a lot of my colleagues were saying, oh, so Chase, what are you doing this weekend, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, I would say to them, oh, I'm actually out with my brother tonight. We're going to the Prince Charles to watch a movie called The Room, which <laughs> actually got voted as, or, or I, you know, it, it got voted as one of the worst movies ever made. Yeah. And so then questions are being asked, naturally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so, I said, why on earth are you going to go on what? And hang on, why is it in a theatre? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then that tells enough in itself, doesn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. in the theatre because... It's got this cult following. It's got this, yeah. And so I, I just wanted to be part of that. I kind of, you know, I mean, again, no, you know, it, it could be part of the FOMO thing, but at the same time, I like to be able to, you know, one day someone may say to me, you know, ten years down the line, oh, have you seen a movie called The Room? And I'll be like, ha ha. <laughs> yeah. Little do you know. <laughs> yeah. I have been up in Tommy Wiseau's shaps and oh yeah, I mean, we we breathed the same breath as he did, yeah. but um. Yeah, I mean, going back, it was it was an experience that um, you know I wouldn't take back. It was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, okay, an absolute so shit movie, 
but just but made unbelievable by the experience. Just brilliant. So let's, let's talk brilliant. a little bit about that experience, right? So I'm just gonna give the yeah yeah go for it. Um, I'm gonna give the uh, listeners what is that? sausage. That is a sausage. Yeah, they were free too. We didn't pay. The guy didn't take them away. Oh, it's not awkward. Do sausages? Yeah, well. it's pretty decent. Mm. Um, this is wait, we've got like a couple of plates of just meat uh, just literally <laughs> about two hours after I swore off meat so I mean, uh, we're, we're in a, sorry we're, we're in a wonderfully elegant place right now and we're, and we're, we're gnawing bones yeah, and sausage yeah, right. so yeah so um, apologies to everybody Excuse around us excuse the chomping noises yeah. so our um, the lead up uh, to this experience paint the thing yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah go okay, you're right so um, I, I uh, the screening was going to start at 6.30 I'm a good 40 minutes away from this place. My workplace is so <laughs> fucking strict that um, you know, even though we're grown adults, we can't leave until it's 5:30. Which is fair. So yeah, yeah, no, that's no, fine. He's got to get his money's worth, right? So that's good. That makes sense. I'm probably gonna cut that entire bit just in case they listen to it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so like, I'm rushing. I'm like, fuck! I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. I'm just getting over a bout of, um, ironically, food poisoning. Even though I'm crunching down on dead animals right now, which is, uh, yeah, this is... Which you swore not to do, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I was going to apologize for my voice, but it seems to have come back. I think the missing ingredient was alcohol. Mm. I just needed that beer to get me my voice back. Yeah, to disinfect yeah. all the... Uh, all, all the, the uh, yeah, the yeah, stuff. All the negativity. Yeah. So I'm, like, fucking waiting outside the Prince Charles, and my brother's, like, been there for about two hours already. Saying, where the fuck are you? Pressuring me, saying, get out of there. Girl, I'm waiting for yeah, you. I'm no, waiting no, for no. you because you're waiting in the cop shop. Well, well you, you sent me a text and said, right, I'll be there at 6. And I said, no, you've got to get there earlier because it yeah. starts at 6.30. And, and my um, and previous screening room guest who's been through this experience before, Sam Jeffries, told me that if you get there an hour before or so... Correct, because you forwarded me the yeah. message, didn't you? Yeah, As yeah. A, yeah. You may be able to catch Tommy. He doesn't have handlers because I'm expecting... You know, what I'm used to, right, when we go to these conventions and signings and appearances where, you know, Arti and, and other people have their handlers, their management, all these people. So sometimes it's difficult. It makes it difficult for the public to get to the, so uh, the person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, get close to yeah. And, and now I'm on the other side. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the fan. I'm, I'm using air quotes again, which mm. you can't see. But, you know, I'm the fan who's trying to get close oh, to a VIP. Right? You are the fan. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, trying yeah. to get to them. Mm. And uh, and so I had to be strategic about this. It's mm. like, how do I mm. get this? And so like I looked looked at some of the people in the fan community, like the Star Wars fan community, autograph collecting guys, who you know who wait outside theaters and stuff, mm. and wait for the guys to come out to get autographs and all that. I was like, okay, so if I get there early enough, I might have an open shot, and he might be up for it. No. And um, that did not fucking happen. I'm waiting outside. It's gone six o'clock. I messed with my brother, he reckons he's 10 seconds away from the uh, venue. I mean, I was, but I just took a very long... Right, you were at completely the wrong place, on the opposite side of Leicester Square. You managed to walk straight past me and go to the other side. I mean, I quite literally walked past the, uh, the cinema yep. and then around it again yep. and then came back and I was like, dude... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm on the phone saying, Fuck, hurry absolutely up. chucking it down. Yeah, with um, sleet, snow, rain. <laughs> it's about one degree or whatever the fuck it was. If, if I knew where I was going from where I was, I mean, I quite literally was 60 seconds away. But, um, you weren't far, my friend. Yeah. You weren't far. Yeah, 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 anyway, yeah. so we eventually get there and we're like, okay, fine, fine, fine. We get in, we see the merch queue, which is where apparently you get to meet Tom Like, If anybody's been to the Prince Charles before, 
It's a, it's a, it's a quaint little, kind of old, dated place. Yeah. But it's, it's small. Yeah, I mean, it's, so it's, it's a quintessential London theatre type. Yeah, that's not not the mainstream, yeah. your non-mainstream yeah, kind yeah, of place. I mean, it's, it's very personal, yeah. it's close. And it's, yeah. yeah. And if you're sad there thinking that the everyman is non-mainstream, no. Everyman yeah. is a chain now. Yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Everyman yeah, yeah. is everywhere. So yeah, yeah. not that. Yeah, this yeah. is like your proper indie little picture house, right? One of the few that's remaining still. Correct, yeah. And... Um, and we see, uh, I, I'm pretty sure I saw Greg Sestero because he's so fucking yeah, tall. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He's there, but the film's going to start soon. And, you know, management have said that 6.30 sharp, Greg Sestero and right. Tom Musa are going to be on stage. So I'm not fucking missing this shit. And so, bro, where were we sitting, by the way? Oh, in the front. Right in row A. Absolute surprise. So, by the way, my brother bought these tickets, so I had no idea. And I say it is a surprise, but I remember now I planned to sit there. No, I mean, for me, it was a complete surprise. I mean, I mean. Right at the front. Holy moly. The stage is about three feet away from our feet. I mean, we showed the lady, the, uh, uh, you know, the, the. uh, well, the lady who's kind yeah, of the, 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 the usher, yeah, the yeah, usher. Yeah, so, the usher. so we showed her the tickets, and she was like, uh, "So just keep walking that way." Hey, and so we're, yeah. we're looking at the, um, yeah, we're looking at the seats. They're all like, you know, J, K, whatever, what have you. And and naturally, A, you'd think would be at the, at front, the front anyway, and it was. But it absolutely was. But you'd had a few drinks. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was panicking. We were going to miss everything. Yeah, yeah. And so and <laughs> and so, the seats that we were in were quite literally. Touching distance from the stage. I mean, from there, Tommy Musell's dick. There, there, there were no more we seats. Were there, there were no more seats in front of us. It there was a stage. No it was a stage. I cannot believe. It. And to the to the left of me uh, was a microphone um, and and, oh, and, yeah. and, a, and and a queue of fans. Um, and so and so, what happened at that particular point? Tommy Rice and um, and his entourage or or, or a bunch of well, uh, he had a weird entourage. entourage. No, he yeah. got these guys in costume. Which very, bizarre. So very anyway, bizarre. they called up uh, Tommy and Greg, and then he called up his character. It was some poor schmuck in a dog out of the pug yeah, thing. That's right. That's right. He had like a pug hat on, or like May would yeah. love that. He yeah, loves yeah. pugs. And then, then a, a shout and, out and to then May. a very masculine guy dressed in a uh, red velvet dress. And then uh, there was uh, then no, there was the, a the weird tuxedo thing. Yeah. Right? Then there, no, the other guy was in a tuxedo. Oh yeah, yeah, the Indian looking yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, because they all rock up in tuxedo. Now that shit makes more sense so that we've seen the film. It's it was. <laughs> I mean, I I, I, yeah, I honestly right. cannot put put this into words. I can't. It I was just so bizarre. And so they came up, and they did the Q and A. So the the, the queue that uh, my brother was talking about with the. Um, with the microphone to our left was for the Q&A and so it must have been about 20 odd people and um, we did think my brother wanted to get up yeah. to ask a question but yeah. I'm, I'm kind of glad he didn't because it would have just yeah. been some like really yeah, yeah, antagonistic bullshit like why do you suck so hard or some shit? I mean, no, but uh, uh, ha- having seen his reaction to some of those questions, I'm, I'm kind of oh glad. Oh, my God. He, so, he would have mopped the brutal. floor with you. He was brutal. And one thing I have to say about Tommy, now I'm having met him, and we are on first name terms, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are. You are. I'm not. I'm not. I, I, I was a photographer, but... Yeah, yeah. you were. You were. Um, that guy is fucking charming as hell. He absolutely So, is. like, absolutely. I, I am, and he's so... He's, he's got a charisma about him, hasn't he? He's got yeah, this yeah, aura. Yeah. He's yeah. got this aura. Like, when you're in his presence, you kind of know that you're in and his you presence. And you get sucked into that shit. Yeah, like, you so, do, you so do. So Sam was saying, you know how... Sorry, Sam, for implicating you. You said, you know, he's kind of unusual. He's a bit... 
quirky. And qu yeah, he didn't use the word quirky, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll go with, yeah, let's say quirky. I mean, I think that's quite a, yeah, uh, an quirky, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I like the glove, the, the way he just looked, his yeah, appearance. Yeah, 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 like his, uh, his chain metal yeah, belts, belts and all that. Belts and yeah, yeah. It was like, like kind of like MJ bad. But he was so sure of himself as well. Everything yeah, he, he was had, doing, he's so the way he projected himself was he's just... So yeah. You know what, if I met him, met him, right? Um, yeah. If I met him in some kind of improv what do you mean, class like on the street or something like that, in a class or something gotcha. or whatever, you know, right. where, you, where you, the, you would think he's a teacher, right? No, 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 no. I would uh, no because he'd be you so say it's an improv class, right? And he's a student there. Yeah. I would be completely sucked into this guy. Right. I'd be like, I'd be completely drawn. I'd be like, what the fuck is this weird character that you've Abs created for us? Absolutely. Yourself? This yeah. guy has if this I mean magical I'd be scared. But he, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be like, oh, what Jesus, the hell? Man, I would run a million miles. Yeah, yeah. But he has, he, and, and Rich, you're absolutely right. He has this magical draw about him, doesn't he? He's yeah. got this charisma and this kind of real slapstick comedic value about him. That is not slapstick because well, that's physical. That's like old British comedy. Sure, but, 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 but uh, I suppose what I'm trying to say is um, uh, the way that he was just batting, batting the uh, uh, his. Kind yeah. of the, the the guys that were asking him questions, the way he was just batting them away, just going, nah, yeah, next, next, yeah, yeah. next. He was completely in control. But, but there was a charming a, value about yeah, that. Yeah, he did it in an entertaining fashion, absolutely, where we as the audience absolutely. were just completely like. Absolutely, there was theatre about the whole yeah, thing, wasn't it? I mean, exactly. And it goes back to what you were saying earlier yeah. about this it being an experience. Absolutely, and it totally was, and it, and it totally was because of that, because yeah. of the fact that you know he made the effort to come up there in person. With um, Craig and and do the whole thing mm. because actually if he wasn't there it w we just went to the cinema to watch a movie to watch yeah, a terrible and movie to, like, yeah the audience just like go yeah, on and on exactly about. but the fact that kind of you know he introduced the whole experience himself made it totally unique and yeah. uh, and, and 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 something that. <laughs> You, you probably will never experience. I've never, yeah. Yeah, I've I never mean, it's I've just insane. We did a few unusual screenings. Um, Mr. I, went, I went to, um, I went to, my wife took me to um, uh, a theatre uh, reality uh, production of Forty Towers, where we were actually involved. So, that, yeah, so yeah. we were there, and we, were, we were actually eating, we were dining in the hotel. Um, and it was, and it was a little bit like that. It kind of yeah. because the way that it drew, you, you know, the, the draw was there. Because it felt like a production. It, I, mean, I mean, it totally mean, was. It was. To it well, totally yeah. was. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Anyway, I mean, it, it was, as I say, something I've never, never experienced before. And I'm so absolutely delighted that I, um, that you know, I, because I, I was skeptical, wasn't I? I did sort of yeah. say, like, you know. So we're we're going to the uh, cinema to watch the worst movie ever made. <laughs> yeah. I mean. You know, why are we wasting our money to do yeah, this? Because, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, we can probably buy the DVD for a pound ninety from Asda and yeah, watch yeah. it at home. Not that I just spent fifteen nuggets on <laughs> Yeah, and, and my brother just spent fifteen ninety nine on the Blu-ray version of, and, 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 of this. And I don't even think Tommy signed it. I think it's only Greg, Greg uh, Sestero's uh, signature. And on that note, yeah. he also bought the script. He also yeah. bought a um, a, 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 a headshot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was because of you, man. You said buy a picture of his face. And get it signed. And get it signed. Yeah. But, you know, I do have a small collection of 8x10s. You know when we go to these shows and these yeah. conventions? I've never really paid for one. So this was... This is on you. I had to pay for this one. But I think, you know, um, uh, 
I, I'm going to tell all you guys. My brother tried really, really hard to get Tommy to talk and to say a little bit yeah, for his yeah. podcast. Um, That's a great. And, 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 and I know my brother. He's, he's exceptionally good at, um, uh, at making you do things you don't want to do. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, you sound like some kind of... Man, um, and, and weirdo. No, no, no I mean, it's, a, it's a talent. It's a talent. It's a talent. Thank and you, you. and he, went up, he went up to Tommy and um, he, he, he waited in line. And you had your mundane other, you know, fans that were there. Mundane, that oh, no, no they, they were pathetic. No. They bought something, they me. went up and they took a picture and that was it and they moved on. No one had any charisma to, no one had any bollocks to turn up to Tommy and say, hey, Tommy. Let's do How are you doing, dude? How yeah. you, and just let's go make something and just have a no. chat with the guy. And someone put went up to him and uh, and and Tommy uh, just slapped him in the face and said, "Yeah, no, no. talk to my friend Greg." No, he, he, <laughs> he asked me what the show is about. I told him, and at no, that so point so he no, was so like, start, uh, "So start again. What did you ask Tommy? Um, what was your question to Tommy?" I. What did we? What did I say? Because you bought the merchandise, right? So you bought the script I and you bought. Spent a small fortune. Yeah, and then <laughs> so you, and then so then you were next in line to go yeah. and meet Tommy, and then what did you say to him? I said, what did hey, you ask him? I, oh, hey, big fan. No, I didn't. I said, um, look, uh, I just cut to the fucking chase, man. Didn't waste his time. I just asked him, look. I, I had pictures to back this up, by the way. So. Oh shit! <laughs> I, was, I was like, um, I can't remember. I, I remember saying, um, I remember telling him I've got the show. I remember. But I mean, then would you be up for saying a few words? Yeah, because I, I mean, I have it on um, on, on recording. Um, we couldn't well, capture. Yeah, we, we couldn't capture what was being said. Oh, but right. you you were talking to him for a, a lot longer than anyone else was. <laughs> That's because <laughs> I'm a persistent little. Fuck. Yeah, so so you you cl- <laughs> you clearly engaged him somehow. Well, no, he was trying to get rid of me. That's what he was. He's yeah. like, that's a grab. Ne- nevertheless, um, yeah. you did more than anyone else did. And they, and, and as I say, going back to my point, they just all sort of went up and just sort of, you know, it was, it was very sort of um, Mickey Mouse Disney going up to, you know, the, uh, the artist, taking a picture and moving on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's always going to be a bit of that when you get these kinds of people. Like, yeah. When yeah. you've got so many people trying to meet yeah. these, uh, these uh, yeah. well, as the bouncer called him, a VIP. Which he was. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Right? I mean, he was the reason we were there. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, if it was just a screening of the film, then I probably would have passed mm-hmm. because I knew that he was going to be there. He was going to give a Q and A. That there was an opportunity to meet him. Well, you went out your way to do the research and understand, uh, you know. Well, amateur, yeah, but a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's important. I think yeah, it no, is absolutely. important. Absolutely, and and that helps because, you know, evidently, you had yeah, the, you had the opportunity to. You know, talk to the guy and 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 communicate with him, and and yeah. <laughs> you know. And Paul uh, Greg got lumbered with giving me my little. Oh sandbox. no! And and that, by the way, guys, was epic because uh, Greg, who is actually probably you know the guy that will come out of this being the most I think famous. Fancy him a little bit. I mean, he was a good-looking dude. He was famous. Tommy was yeah, he is a good-looking dude. Tommy Wiseau is clearly more famous than Greg Sestero. Oh, I mean, there's no doubt about that. But he, <laughs> but, but but Greg <laughs> turned away and took you to the corner, didn't he? And then he said, so dude, what is this podcast? What are we doing here? He goes, what's the show called? Yeah, what's the show called? Right. Yeah, so why don't you tell him what he said? I know, he, he asked me something and I was like gushing. And he's like, no, what's the show called? No, I, so I gave him an answer and it was clearly wrong. And he goes, what's, he, what's the show called? I think. And I said, oh, it's called Screen Room. And he did the little soundbite that you heard earlier. And today. he did the soundbite, right. And I, have yeah. that, and I have that on recording. He's got an angelic voice. I think you fancy more than I do. Maybe. Who's yeah. taller? Gerard Vade or Greg Sestero? Greg. 
way taller. He was taller than you. He's about 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, six, I'm 5'11". No, he was not 6'3". I'm 5'11". No, you're not. You're 6'0". Yeah. No, man, I'm 5'11". Anyway, this doesn't need to be discussed now, but... <laughs> Who's got a measuring tape? <laughs> I do on my phone. You've got to run it from my phone. Oh, to my head. God. That thing that um, <laughs> my friends seem to think that architecturally you can use... To measure accurately, accurately. Like, yeah. accurately. I was like, yeah. oh my yeah. god. Okay, yeah, yeah. Got all it. architects use it, don't you know? Oh yeah, clearly we we yeah, do. Yeah. We all use you know, our My design team, they <laughs> fucking uh, they, they design houses. This. They 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 you know. <laughs> we built skyscrapers to that fucking method. I know, yeah. But um, anyway, yeah. Yeah. So um, okay. So the experience. Just going back. So like um, Tom. I'm hoping a lot of this crap will be cut out, by the way. No, it absolutely <laughs> won't, because I'm just far too lazy. Um. Tommy was out. It's just so fucking charming. So as my brother was yeah, saying I earlier, agree. I agree. you know, they, the, the, the guys in the audience were giving some good questions, right? But if he didn't want to answer them, or he didn't, he clearly, in my opinion, he didn't have an answer. Yeah. He wasn't quick enough to sort of say, oh yeah, yeah, it's this and that or whatever. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah? Um, and this is no disrespect to Tommy. You know, you're you're in a pressure position. Uh, you're yeah, on but stage. he's used to that, though, right? He's used to being in that Maybe. particular situation. I mean, I don't know how often he does I mean, this kind I of mean, thing. I mean, surely this wasn't his very first. I don't think he's on stage, stage, but I don't think he's doing this every week. Yeah. I mean, how old is this movie? This is like the 90s. Well, oh, 2004, right? Or something like that. That's when it yeah, came out. Yeah, yeah, three, four, yeah. In the meantime, let's talk, and I'm going to find out when it was. Yeah. Anyway, so the way he just so charmingly brushed off the an- uh, the, the answers. Or 2003. Okay, there you go. So I said three, four. Yeah. yeah. So he evaded. Well, excuse me. Sorry, I got gas. I will cut that. He did evade questions. You're absolutely right. Yeah, he evaded. But but he did some things really well. So, for example, if I remember correctly, uh, somebody asked him about Donald Trump, and he was like, why are you focusing on... Politics, man. Yeah, politics. We don't want to talk about politics, man. Just be happy and just enjoy your life and whatever. No, but he did answer the question... And in a roundabout way, like essentially did, yeah. saying, why are you talking I about this bullshit? I can't, remember, I can't remember his answer to the question, but it was quite profound. And then, was, he, yeah, and then he moved on, and and, and, frankly, and, he and, and it was yeah. quite frank. In fact, that. if anything, that was one of the few questions that he did kind he of address, and then and then said, "I don't want any more of this." Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, he addressed it. He made it. His view was clearly that he's not a fan of Trump. Yeah. But um, and also that he does not want to talk about politics, by the way, because yeah, although that was. Was that followed or or did this question proceed? I can't remember, but then somebody asked him about fucking Palestine and Israel. Correct. Being some smart no, ass. No, but that was that no, but no, but that question wasn't political. That was a that was a. Uh, a what was the question though? So did he, he said, "Who do you support?" Or some shit. Yeah, because yeah, he, he said, was, "Who do you side with?" He was being funny. So are you saying you're a Muslim or a Jew? No, 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 no. He was being funny, and I can't and and, and forgive yeah, me because. But you got to go. Yeah, I mean, no, no, I'm fine. But um, I, yeah. So he he was being funny, that guy, and I remember that question. But sadly, I can't remember the outcome. But I remember when he uh, when he asked that question, and um, and the reaction, um, it was all just again, it was a bit comedic. No, so yeah, because he came so out. So there, there, there was nothing intended. There was there was no intent in the question. It was it was comedic value. And you I, think? You yeah, think? From no, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because, because what I got from that, I, rem- I remember I remember feeling a certain way when he asked that particular question. Well, he said, and, I and, like, you know, I'm oh, so, I'm so silly because I can't remember. And so so I've got nothing to back this up with, by the way. But all I have is is what I felt when he asked the question. And and I and and. You can quite, or I could quite evidently tell that it was, 
there was there was nothing intended in that particular question. Right, okay, okay, fine. So it, it was quite comedic, and it was because it had just come off the back of the Trump and the politics and all that. It came after. Yeah, yeah and, I and, and then he came up with the Palestine. I mean, if if any of you guys were the one who are randomly somehow listening to this fucking episode, and you were one of the people who answered, oh, asked, sorry, asked, asked the question, that question, yeah, or any of the questions, please get in touch because um, I'd love to do a little follow up with you. Yeah, guys. yeah, absolutely. Especially if you were the person who asked that Palestine Israel. Uh, yeah, I want to know what you were thinking. Fuck you. I want to know why you asked the question. Um, Rousseau's uh, response to that. Remember, he said there's a door. He, he came out with some weird analogy That's right. well, no, about said, doors. Well, he, he said, said one he door said, is a good door. Well, and he pointed as well, didn't he? He pointed into the theatre, right? So um, Yeah, but was he actually referencing the exit? He, he was that referencing was the exit. He was, no, no, this is exactly what he's saying. So oh, he, he did. He started on, off with on referencing his, the with exits. His, with his left yeah. hand, he pointed yeah, towards yeah, yeah, the actual right. exits of the yeah, theatre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then with his right hand, he point, he hypothetically said, this is where the idiots go, sort of thing. Is that what he said? Yeah, the it, it was go. kind of, he insinuated that this is where this question goes. This is goes. where you should go. This is right. where this question goes, and this is where, uh, yeah. Right, okay, yeah. good. <laughs> that was kind of, yeah, like, I, he lost me on the analogy, but I realised that he was just trying but, to but going avoid back, a difficult question. going back to your original point, um, about, about, how, about, how, cha- about so how charming well. he was, and oh, how he handled, so and how he yeah, handled yeah. all of these questions. But he, he did so well. It was absolutely brilliant. Um, you know, um, and, and, and this guy, I don't think he intends to be uh, a comedian. Um, well, now I think he does. I, I think, yeah, I think because yeah, of now he's obviously played on it. He's realised this is his. Niche. And he can make some money from it quite clearly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like, but I love how he got the other guys involved as well. And then Greg does that sort of uh, Greg Sestero. Sorry, we're we're also not on first name terms. He's on our mates. Um, he does that deadpan sort of uh, thing. Oh, he's like, Gre- oh, Greg. Me. Oh, is he? Oh, right. Oh, right, right, right. Hang on, guys. Question me. <laughs> oh hi Mark. You should have led with that. You said, oh hi Mark. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I, I, I think, yeah, I think again, going back to Woods's point, I think, um, what, what, a, what a very extremely charming man on stage. Yeah. Has, I mean, I mean, uh, quite frankly, he has this wonderful presence about him. And he deserves everything that he's getting. Always. I, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. Greg. Sestero was quite witty, right? Yeah. Somebody, another question, sorry, just. But also so deadpan, though, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah. I mean, he was completely like, I don't want to be here. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I mean, it, he loved it seemed like he, he was playing the character. It. So, like, remember, one of the questions was, um, what is the secret of making a. Uh, how do you. Oh, no, they were saying, how do you judge the success of a film? Is it based on money or whatever, right? So yeah. he and he yeah. turned around and said money. No, and Greg said, I think, no, so Tommy said, I can't remember what Tommy himself said, but Greg Sestero, off of the back of that, came out of nowhere and said, I think you've got to wait 10 years before you can really work so, out. So guys, pic- no, picture no, 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 no. the scene. Just picture the scene, though. So you, um, these guys are on the stage. So Tommy yeah. is in front of Greg he and the other guys. He's in front of everyone and he's the guy talking and behind him are the guys like Greg. Uh, so well, he's got the weird guys in the costumes and then Greg is sort of stood next to them. Yeah. Yeah, and then Greg comes out of nowhere and goes, um, uh, I think you've got to wait 10 years before you can really yeah, uh, right, yeah, understand yeah. The, the impact that a film has. That was the word he made, impact. Which is beautiful because obviously Which he's is referencing he, the room. Absolutely. He's and re- look at the fucking impact. Exactly. So he's he's quite as as my brother quite right. So he's quite literally just explaining the How the works. situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the okay, fact so that this was meant to be you know a, a you know a blockbuster hit by the way from Tommy <laughs> yeah. and turned out to be 
you know, uh, he just want, yeah, he wanted to make a yeah, serious holly. Yeah. Oh, I'm doing air quotes again. Yeah, uh, he was meant to make a serious holly. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on. Um, that's just the intro. Uh, that was the build up to our show, uh, to the show. Sorry, not yeah. our show. Yeah. Um, and we've already kind of given you a bit of an insight on what we felt about the film. Be- bear in mind, we're front stage, by the way. We're sat right at the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're we at the front. <laughs> not that that really has I think that's important. I think it's important. It's important to my yeah. brother. Please, <laughs> please. Considering you know. I thought that this was going to be an epic fail. Well, as a, as an experience, I no, knew not, it was going to be wonderful. I, I, I had no idea that it was actually going to be an experience. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. that's why it was just wonderful. Yeah, and it just blew okay. me away. But yeah. So now let's get onto the film. Now, if yeah. we were to analyze the film, imagine remove everything. Okay. You're at home. Yep. On your own. Yeah. Somebody's giving you. And this I've film. chosen to put the room on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. But you know, you know. I know nothing about it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Imagine you're going in cold, actually. Yep. yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Let's talk about. For me, the first thing when I'm writing or working on any uh, any kind of narrative project is I look. Yeah. Once you flesh, once you've worked out your antagonist, huh? Have you got enough memory in this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, we're only we can slice this bit out, can't Yeah, 38 minutes, I'll remember that. Um, one thing I focus on is uh, after character is structure. After where character is structure, right, yeah. Yep, so, yep. Where, you know, you've got to work out, once you've got your characters, you've got to work out what's going to happen to them, where are they going? That's your arc, right? Where do they start, where do they end? So, like this beginning, middle, end sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, and then you work out the middle, actually. Yeah, and then you as, fill as the. As, as generally known as the difficult middle chapter, yeah, the right, second chapter. Right, right. Yeah, and then within all that, then you get into more detail and work out, um, you know, your multiple acts within your three-act structure, so then it becomes a five-act, six-act, right. whatever structure. Yep. Now, when we're talking about the room, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I guess now, if I really think about it, I can see a three-act structure. How do you, like, can you work out the begin? Okay, now I'm going to ask you yeah, yeah. a couple of questions. And I don't know which order I want to ask the questions. Actually, I will. Uh, yeah, I do know which order. Okay, go. First question is, yep. who is the protagonist? Is um, it Lisa? Uh, okay, let me help you out. Is it Lisa? Is it Johnny? Is it Mark? It's Lisa. Lisa is the protagonist. Yep. Because okay. oh wait, wait, no, no, that's good. Wait, wait, don't okay. go. Hold out, hold out, hold okay. out. So I'm going to ask you why in a second. Okay. Yeah? Who then is the antagonist? Mark. Ah, okay. Okay, now, I was really hoping you would say Johnny. Because when Lisa... And this is why, let me explain myself. And I'm going to ask you why... Oh, shit, do I ask you first why? Before I, you can I do. Might, yeah, you but can I do. might infringe on your. I want to inform your idea, your ideas about who the antagonist and protagonist is. Okay, you tell me. Why is Lisa to pr- the protagonist? Um, the entire movie was incredibly detached. There was From there was um, just each scene. There was no sense. Okay, but no, no, no. All right, let's not get into. We'll but get into that later. But about but, but, but but this is about That's Lisa. That's a structure thing. No, but this is the, and this is where Lisa comes into the whole thing. Okay. Because she is the only constant within ah, nice. within okay. the entire thing. We see her the most on screen. 
But her storyline yes. is the only constant amongst yeah. such a fragmented heap okay. of mess. Okay. Quite frankly, yeah. an, uh, an entire heap of mess. Every scene was all over the place. Every okay. every particular story they were trying to tell yeah. was all over the place. You're right. Every all character was all over the place, and other than Lisa's. Uh, yeah, other, yeah. She is literally almost in every single scene. And the only she constant. Walks into any yeah okay. And right. her character and what she, and who she was and the story that she was yeah. telling was the constant. Does the film? I can't remember now. Does the film open on her? Yes. yes, it does, yes, it does. It's, She's it's the first person we see. It's her okay, and him, so yeah. by classic... It's her um, and uh, Johnny, Tommy, yeah. No, but Johnny walks in, or we see... Do right, we see Lisa first? Yeah, we see Lisa first, and then they go into the bedroom, and, you know, they fornicate. So we see her <laughs> first. Yeah. Fornicate, oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They fuck, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah, uh, I was yeah. trying to be a bit PC, but there we go. <laughs> PC, we've sworn someone. Yeah. So, hang on, hang on. I, I'm trying to remember, because I remember the... the really unusual... Uh, and only unusual once it's finished. Yeah, the opening, opening scene. Do you remember the opening? It was very Miami Vice. It was kind it was of like, like Golden Gate Bridge and, and moonlighting. I was like, yeah, yeah, it was like it was like you know moonlighting okay. with Sybil so Shepherd and Bruce Willis. So so but it was like Miami Vice and yeah. LAPD and well, I tell you, it was yeah, all um, the, the scenic shots. Yeah, you see yeah. all these shots of San Francisco, um, but they don't hang on the shots too long. No, and that only, was the thing that I found was a bit weird. This gives you this miss conception of what the movie's going to be. Well, I just because had a real pacing issue at that stage. I was like, why? The just, opening the shots are just cameras panning on the scenery of San Francisco. Yeah, for about two seconds. And, and then when the, the actual movie kicks yeah. in, it's completely... Okay. But then, so after that little opening montage of yeah. San Francisco, yeah. we open on Lisa? I can't remember. Yeah, we do. We open on Lisa and Johnny um, well, and Johnny at the same yeah, time. Yeah, they're in that room, it's important, it's important to determine who do we see first, because... By old school sort of filmmaking standards, the first person you see is often dictated as your I mean, protagonist. I, w- I want to say, and, and my memory isn't as good as it's been, but I want to say that it was Lisa that we saw first. And the reason I say that is because it led into a scene. I'm sure jo- uh, Johnny walks in to the room. And he o- kind of opens, I think you might be right, he kind yeah, of opens the door. He kind of opens the door to a room yeah. and then Lisa's there on the bed. And I think why this is also important because... Um, I'm just, uh, you know, or do I we see Lisa first and then the camera pans to the door when yeah, yeah, Johnny yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's so what I'm we saying. saw Lisa first because yeah. she's so, on the bed. Yeah. So it's that is that um, that uh, helps to um, it supports your notion that Lisa is the protagonist. And I'll, I'll just say why it's but so why important. That, yeah. Because I'm um, actually going to ask a question. Why well, do you think uh, that's important? Because, like I was saying, in, in classic filmmaking, if you're particularly in Hollywood. I'm, try- I'm forgetting the exact examples, but in film school we learned, you know, the examples we were given, it would open and we would see the protagonist. And that was what we were taught, basically. But so, so the standard so filmmaking... But so converse to that, in, in modern day movies, well, I say modern day, yeah. but in, in, in movies that no, you No, I think that's generally a rule of thumb. But, but, but when you watch, you know, the big Hollywood movies nowadays... The protagonist often doesn't come into it until a little later because they yeah, build up, they, be, they no, build up you, to the whole yeah, if you've got you know, a that dramatic moment when the hero comes in. And, you know, yeah, maybe. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. In some films. Um, but generally, the first actor you will see, at least as a... As a it may be archaic now. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I would say archaic, but yeah, I, I think I understand yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. It's expected that you would see the... character you see is yeah. the... Yeah. Um, 
is... And you as a viewer would also expect to see... The protagonist first. Yeah. So that's why, like, I was going to say, and I know people are going to hate me for doing this, but I'm going to go back to Star Wars. Hate's a strong word. Yeah, I know, but, you know... Go for it. They, they probably will. But, like, um, this brings up that great debate, because we're talking about a film that was made in 1976, released in 77. New Skywalker, we don't see our hero, our supposed hero in that film, in that correct, original correct, film, correct. until a good sort of 20 minutes into the... Example. 20 minutes into the film. No, which is what leads a lot of people to believe that maybe 3PO and R2 are the protagonists. Yeah, because if you think about... um, I mean, evidently they're clearly not, but... Well, no, not necessarily, because if you think about uh, Lucas's... um, uh, some of his... um, Thought process, or...? No, 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 yeah, some of his... So are uh, you trying to say that you think that... um, Influences. Right. Influences. Right, right, right. Uh, Kurosawa and the, what was it the, um, the not Hidden Kingdom what was it called the uh, Hidden Fortress sorry right. the, the black and white Kurosawa right. film right, right, right. where the, we see because the protagonist is obviously POV yeah? yeah the audience is POV which is why incidentally Ray is not the protagonist of the new films uh, not a spoiler alert but just going by uh, filmmaking and structure yeah. because we the audience know everything Ray doesn't know anything so she can't be our protagonist, yeah? If anything, I would, um, um, I would we, sort of we, suggest... Do we, as viewers, expect her to be the protagonist? I think the way the, uh, yeah, I think the way the new trilogy, the new Star Wars trilogy... We, well, we we're expecting her to be yeah, the Because we, we say she's the hero, but if you look at storytelling and filmmaking techniques, mm. we, the audience, are meant to go on the journey with the protagonist. From the very off. Yeah. Right. So we are not meant to know what is going to happen. Yeah. But Ray knows nothing about what's happened in this universe, but we, the audience, do. So when she, when Han Solo ah, in TFA yeah, yeah, turns around yeah, yeah. and says it's true, all of it, okay. we're like, well, okay, Han Solo's a protagonist because we but know we, what he knows. But we also know that we're going to be take we're going to be you know Ray's going to take us on a journey. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we are expecting. So at some point we disconnect from that and we yes. go on this journey yeah, with her because yeah, yeah. we don't know where she's going. Fine, but sorry. Uh, uh, anyway, just yeah, going we, back we, to we um, digress, yeah. the, the the idea of protagonist. Um, yeah, in Kurosawa's film, uh, the two no, peasant guys. Huh? Are you relating this back to Lisa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. Okay, yeah, I got yeah. you. Sorry. So um, the uh, well, I'll go back to three PO and R two. Yeah. Going through the two characters. Please link this. Please link this. Yeah, 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 yeah. So in Kurosawa's film, the two peasant guys, we see everything from their point of view. From the offset. Yeah, and R2 and 3PO are famously based on those two characters. Yeah, so you're like, okay, okay. so up to a point, and again, this is where the new films, if we or if I'm reading the character Ray, for example, correctly, she's actually kind of taken the place of 3PO and R2. Yeah. Explain. In terms of um, the storytelling narrative, that we. Oh, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. So, so we're on that journey initially, but with Ray, we know what she doesn't know. With three PO and R two, okay, fine. When we were first introduced to those characters, yeah, we, did, we yeah, didn't know, we didn't anything. know exactly. But yeah, we're right, following right. them, and then we detach. So this yeah. is where there's a similarity. Then we detach and say, oh, okay, this is our protagonist, and we meet Luke Skywalker. And so, in, in, in your opinion. Is Luke Skywalker the protagonist of um, A New Hope? Well, I I think it's undefined. I think it's undefined. But with um, the new films, 
I think uh, I'm quite clear. I feel quite confident in saying Ray is not the protagonist. But please, guys, and do I'm not read no, into no, that as no, a, some no, kind of spoiler. No, I, I have no inside. And I, I have no inside knowledge. And I would agree with you because controversial. Yeah. Is there a protagonist in Star Wars? In in the new, like in in the, in the race, new stuff. Yeah. Is uh, yeah, there? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there is, and I think because it's there are rent. so many prominent characters in that movie yeah. that take the lead in different aspects or different. Yeah. And I, and, I, and I think it's Kylo Ren. In the same way that the original Star Wars set up, in fact, arguably Darth Vader as a protagonist, even though that was never the intention, after 3PO and R2, we are met with Darth Vader. I think, I think you are, you're, you're naturally drawn to the fact that Kylo Ren is the, he's, because he's the, he's he's the biggest first, character in the movie. And he's the first, second, third, no, we see Poe initially. Anyway, we, 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 we could... We could crawl down this rabbit hole. Yeah, we could, we could. That, that's for another time. That's for another time. And actually, this is really good. I, li I like yeah. this particular one. So we're going to do okay, this. We can go we're yeah, we're we can do do this. Again. We're going to do this one again. Yeah. Um, but um, actually, maybe after nine. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that again. Yeah. Okay, so um, just going back to what I was saying. So, so, like, so, so the idea that... Um, Lisa is three, the protagonist. Yeah, the, the, the Kurosawa two guys, I can't remember their names. It's been a long time since I've seen the film. I harken back to um, R2 and 3PO as being the protagonists... Uh, they're the first speaking voice characters they go on the journey with supports excuse me oh acid Lisa. reflux yeah a little bit <laughs> Lisa being yeah. if she is indeed the okay first so we've got the link here we go yeah so if Lisa is the first character it's, it's not that strenuous a link if Lisa's the first character we see it's safe to assume she's a protagonist yeah and so I agree with you and then well, Johnny uh, comes into it who is uh, Tommy Bussell's character. So, but sorry, go on. No, I was, I was just going to say. So, um, uh, uh, my my view of the protagonist isn't quite as uh, informed, maybe as as okay. as yours. My, mine is. No, but that's probably better because you saw it for what it was. Yeah. So mine, my, my, uh, you know, my view on a protagonist is someone that leads the uh, not not so much leads, but is the uh, is the force behind the movie. Is is the person that you're drawn to? Is the person that you're you know, watching um, and dare I say the lead of the movie, um, yeah. and so and so, yeah. for, and, for, and, and so forget the fact that Lisa was the first person we saw. She had the most airtime. She had the most yeah, screen time. She was yeah. almost in every single scene. She had the most okay. screen time. But she she in in this particular movie. And sorry to interrupt. No. Um, no. But in this particular uh, movie, uh, terrible as it was, but um, <laughs> it was wonderful. In, in, this no, in this particular movie, she is the only character. Yeah. Um, that throughout the entire, and I said this before, throughout the entire movie, they actually had a fair storyline. She's the, yeah, she's the only. Yeah, she's yeah, the yeah. only one that had a consistent story to tell. For that as ridiculous as it was, yeah, yeah. as ridiculous as her story was, it is literally just about and, and people cheating on. Yeah, I mean, and that goes to kind of, I, I guess that gives you a little bit of an idea as to this movie. I mean, it's it's it's. Fucking insane! Um, <laughs> the, the characters are wonderfully weird. Um, there's no consistency between scenes. There's no consistency between character it development. Jumps. But let's 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 go back to that. Let's come to that later on. Yeah. When we talk about structure. All right. So now tell me why do you think that Mark is an antagonist? Because can I just jump in? Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that if Lisa is the protagonist, I think Johnny, despite being the victim is the antagonist but you think Mark is go why can I ask you why first 
Why do you think No, she because is? we're on your. This is your thing. I shouldn't have said it. I don't know. I'm I've, so got, sorry. I've got a mind block, so I can't. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. I th- okay, let me hazard a guess as to why you think Mark is the antagonist. I know because we're a couple of drinks in now, we've had a bit of chicken, it's towards the end of the night, you know. It's not. It, it, it probably must be. What time is it? Getting close. Ten. Yeah, it's pretty late. For us anyway, when you're a father. Um, because he's the disruptor in the relationship between Lisa and Johnny. If he wasn't in the equation... They wouldn't be necessarily having these issues. Maybe Lisa would be yeah, having these issues. There wouldn't thoughts. be a movie. Well, there wouldn't be a movie. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. There would be no story to tell. And some would argue there still is no story to tell, but... <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so, okay. I think Johnny is the antagonist purely because he is stopping Lisa from achieving what she wants. Because there is a scene halfway through the film. So if you say... If you look at it on a really bare basics level, the antagonist... Which is the only way you can look at this. Yeah, I mean, I mean well, we're, we're going to go into it in yeah. a little bit more, but yeah. I hope, yeah. But uh, when you look well, at... Try um, to anyway, if, you're, if you're creating characters and you're structuring a story and you establish a protagonist... I mean, you want to be quite clear on one thing. I yeah. think, um, uh, I mean, you're a very good uh, storyteller. You're a very good thank you, creator thank you. of scenarios that, okay. and situations. And you're thank very good you. at creating a... A story. I did um, not pay you to say that. Um, yeah, no, you didn't. For the record. But what I will say is, I think even I could have created a better <laughs> okay, story. Yeah. Than this. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, because well, ultimately, like as you say, it's, it's dealing with real life issues, right? So you just got to draw ah, from what you want. Ah, ah, you shouldn't have said that right now because that was going to be what we we're going to finish on. But you've already. I know. Mentioned that like on an hour ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice little, like a standard brings loops. it all around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. loops. Okay, so. Just go, uh, going back to the antagonist thing. Um, when you're writing, for me at least, I think as a general rule of thumb as well, your antagonist needs to be somebody who is going to, or is out to stop the protagonist from achieving their Disruptive, goal. as you said before. Yeah, to get, to, he's, he, he or she is there to stop the other person from achieving their goal. Yeah. So, in this instance, Mark isn't, um, what is stopping Lisa from achieving her goal if we assume her to be the protagonist he could, he is the antagonist to Johnny's character because he's the, the person that Lisa is having the affair with, spoiler alert if you haven't seen the film, why the fuck are you listening to this show um, uh, you know um, yeah, he's there as a spanner in the works for this couple the reason I feel Johnny and I don't know what the surname is, but did they even give him a surname? Probably not. No, I don't no. think they, they, he was just... Johnny yeah, Rousseau. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the reason he's the antagonist is because he's stopping Lisa from achieving what she wants, which is she wants to have fun and be free and do whatever the fuck she wants because there's that scene, right, where she's telling her best mate. Her best mate is trying to guide her down this moral path Well, very flippantly. Yeah, yeah, she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there was no intent. There was no intent. Yeah, you're so naughty. Oh, Lisa, that's so bad. But you know what? Yeah, how big is his dick? Yeah, it's
At yeah, some yeah, point, yeah, yeah, Johnny. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and on that point, we only found out they were getting married about three quarters into the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was something bizarre. When, when, when Lisa like, turns around and said, yeah, I don't know if I want to get married to him. And we're like, yeah. what? We're getting what? married You're in like two married? weeks. Is that right? <laughs> and then like in the final act, in the last five minutes of the film or whatever, yeah. she's like, uh, oh, he's... Uh, Johnny declares that they're pregnant, they're expecting, and like, what the fuck? Where was any of this shit established? But then that could be like, um, uh, not a Ryan Johnson subverting your expectation type of thing, not quite a George Lucas, Irving Kirshner. I wouldn't give him that much credit to go yeah, towards so, George Lucas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that big movie it. twist. It's not quite like Wild Things where it just takes a turn <laughs> every 20 minutes. It's like, what the fuck? Oh my god, this is amazing. You're kind of just like, huh? Scratching yeah. your head. Oh, I mean, the whole way through, we were we were both like. What that was a bit confused. What, we what missed a bit in the mini, in the in the middle, yeah. in the beginning. Sorry, yeah, in, in the, the mini. Yeah, in the mini. In the mini. When we went out to go have a like to chin uh, with the guys. Uh, uh, yeah, a soiree with Raisu. Yeah, and give him my month's wages. Like here you go. I just got paid. Please take all my money. Have my money. Yeah. I just bought the Blu-ray of this terrible movie. And not only that, I've just bought the script as well. Yeah, I did. I cannot wait to never read this or watch this ever again. No, I will. I will. The script is interesting because it's even got like, um, it hasn't got, um, it's not the shooting script in that it's got, no, well, it might be the shooting script. It's got notes in there. I noticed that it's got, um, actually, I think what it's got. I mean, to, to me, it looked like the a, entire script of the movie. No, it is the full script, but it's got some hand... Mar- obviously it's a photocopy but it's got hand marked no it's not it's not a photocopy it's the, it's original, the original version script, and it's on sale for 590 pounds anyone that wow wants to that's quite low oh sorry i mean 590,000 <laughs> that's a bit high oh i meant 5090 yes yeah. yeah that's more are we there are we there i think that's a bit better that's a bit closer um okay all right so you i do think this will in 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 you know in 50 years time it will become part of this you know, a, a collect, dare I say, a collectible or. It is a collectible. Why do you think I bought it, man? Uh, well, you buy anything that you think. That is, is true. <laughs> As I said to you, I, I can't come away from one of these kinds of events without buying some tat. Yeah. Um, but okay. anyway, back, back, back yeah, to yeah, the back to, back to the back to the subject. Have you remembered why you think Mark is the antagonist? If not, we're going to move on to structure. You can't remember. Okay. Sorry, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a few beers in now. I yeah, yeah, yeah. And we did take a little break. It doesn't yeah, seem yeah, like it's disrupted it. the flow. Yeah, I'm such a, an amazing editor that I've cut this thing where it just seems seamless. But actually, we were away for an hour drinking. Okay, moving on. I need to go look. Right, we've got a break again. We'll be back after this short message from Greg Wish. After drinking, drinking and eating some sausages. Okay, so. All right, fine. So we've established antagonist, uh, antagonist, kind of. I mean, you were uh, saying yeah, it about... it's a bit convoluted, and I think... Um, uh, it's a bit tricky, basically. I yeah, don't think it's that clear-cut. It's not. I mean, um, I think we've touched on it. It was, a, it was a ridiculously strange movie to really slice up yeah, and analyse. Yeah, at least was, a breakdown. It was kind of all over the place, isn't it? Yeah, yeah a little um, bit. Okay, so, all right, so let's, when you're talking about all over the place, yeah. let's talk about the structure then, because I said earlier about... Structure, really? Yeah, was yeah. There, because there there was there structure behind it? I, I, I think there was. <laughs> I think there was. You know, I Strangely, mentioned the I three act. Right. So if we just stick to three act, mm. most basic. Mm. Um, how about we try and find the defining points? Because I feel there was 
A structure, even if the third act may have only lasted 10 minutes. Okay. Okay. Yeah? All right. Defining the first act was very convoluted and long and drawn out. Um, because there, there weren't necessarily there were there were introductions to character. I mean, but some was, stuff was it was very difficult storytelling, wasn't it? I mean, I, I think like Tommy, Tommy, sort of, you know, I don't know what he was thinking. Because yeah, because he starts off like okay. So sorry to interject. No, but no, he no. starts off on. Um, so for example, he creates a backstory. Well, it's not even a backstory. He creates a story for the mother. And then she's got oh. breast cancer. <laughs> Hang on, we have completely overlooked this particular yeah, thing that you're the about most to talk about. It's fantastic, fucking strange. Uh, comedic moment, which clearly wasn't intentionally comedic, and should but it not is. have been comedic yeah. because in um, fact uh, they should have just cut that fucking bit out completely about her. Does it going strangely add to? No, this is the problem. It adds. But nothing. does it not instigate a conversation though? As in, like, why? why? Yeah, it how, how was that this. so brushed over? And so, guys, yeah. so. So what, what was the, what was the so the, the, the we were introduced to the Lisa's mother. They sat there in the room. Who looked like one of the Golden Girls? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing looked like some kind of weird '80s throwback. But um, so there, yeah, she sat there and she she kind of leads with. Well, they were having a heart oh, to I'm heart. Going through, they? Yeah, they were having a heart to heart. She tells the daughter that she's got fucking breast cancer. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, and which is a pretty and heavy and that particular moment when she said it was, you know, um, I suppose as intense as you would expect, um, uh, you know, uh, yeah, a, a dialogue like that. But then, well, very, very quickly, yeah, quickly, but then it quickly moves back to, to Lisa, to Lisa, sort of almost brushing it off and well, making her totally brushing off and totally bringing back to Johnny. Yeah, and making her little fucking relationship tip, yeah, yeah, yeah. more important, and she pushes out to the front. And then we never hear of this fucking breast cancer. Again. But but we see the mother so often thereafter. And you see her at least two or three times later, and absolutely three scenes later, and absolutely nothing was no mentioned. <laughs> what the fuck happened to the mother? I mean, and well, they, she's uh, dead, right? And, and they were the things that we were we, we were talking about this throughout the whole movie, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. Every time the mother was, and we were like, what? How? How are they not? How is <laughs> how this they not <laughs> Tommy's character, Johnny, was right. You're like, you're a bitch. You're a bitch. Yeah. You're a bitch. Wait. <laughs> okay, so structurally, all right, in terms of threads, there were, at least there was one story thread that wasn't resolved. There were multiple characters that came out of nowhere that seemed to play and what some was importance. The, the, con the, the consistent guy that was just... There. Oh, the, 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 the adopted um, son. Yeah, like he was, um, what was his name? I what was remember. his point? To sh oh, other than to show that Johnny is a caring character. So, it, it, he, okay, so the, the he kid... He was just there to disrupt, and you mentioned this before about disruption and things uh, like that. Yeah, I can't was remember he just, what... Was he just there to add a little bit more no, spice I think to he was the there story, to or make that a bit more confusion? Confusion, I would say, because that opening sequence seemed more like uh, the setup for... Uh, Cheap-ass fucking 80s porno or 70s porno. I mean, yeah. Where he I mean, jumps in the bed with them. What the there, fuck is there that? Was, there was a, a, the a smell of uh, a, it was uh, 80s porn throughout the whole yeah, thing. That was odd. It um, was, yeah. I mean, the music as well. <laughs> it, was it, was, it was this, it was like two steps away, two notes from away from... I mean, I mean the, way, but the, the way that the movie started, it started, as we mentioned before, about the whole sort of, uh, you know, the, the skyline, the, the yeah, sort of yeah. San Francisco panning with the old 80s music, and then it sort of ended with, like, R&B. Yeah, there was a weird... It was kind of nice, I, I like this. I know, I like the, 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 the music was quite good. But that, like, this is but like that tells you guys how... Swing. 
I mean, that, that should just sort of tell you how bizarre the whole thing it was. It's just very disjointed. But it's anyway, okay. going back to your point, so, sorry. So, all right, so, sh- all right, so the, uh, we're, we're still kind of talking about structure, but also talking about character well, like arcs. Of. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about character, character arcs. arcs. Wow. Um, so there's a thread created with the mother that's unresolved. Yeah. There is this adoptive child who has this habitual drug habit yep. with some bad guy who we see and then disappears. And we and never then appa- hear... apparently sees Johnny or Tommy as his father figure. Yeah, he sees... Yeah, so I, I buy the fact that he sees Johnny as his Looks father figure. Guy, right? because yeah, he's kind yeah. of adopted him. But yeah. that sort of subplot disappears. Yeah, it does. Which would have yeah, been yeah, quite yeah. interesting. And, and very quickly Drug as well. dealers <laughs> after some little kid. There, there, there's something interesting. And then interesting some shootout on a rooftop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a potential <laughs> show. I mean, that could have been, like, a old Clint Eastwood yeah, yeah, sequel yeah, yeah, yeah. to fucking... Um, what was that film that he did with the car? Um, um, what was the film? Oh, my God. Man. I don't know. I've got, uh, I've got an alcohol drink. brain. Yeah, I've got yeah, alcohol yeah, brain now, here. so everything is blocked. But If, um, if we smoke weed... We're, we're, we're going to try our hardest to... Um, to try and remember um, to, to at least bring continuity to this conversation anyway if not that from film, the movie yeah. that film like yeah, Clint Eastwood yeah. film good the bad with the grand, grand something no man the Grand Torino Grand Torino there that's you the are. one yeah yeah you know it yeah, could have had yeah, that yeah, yeah. which he directed been, by the way yeah I know he did yeah. oh, what a marvellous film yeah, though yeah. fucking amazing amazing director as well yeah oh yeah yeah he, he's alright that Clint Eastwood yeah, yeah, he's alright he's alright he's alright he's alright <laughs> so like it could have gone down that road I wish it kind of had but it didn't so that's I think, another thread I think that there was ends. no chance it was going no, down that no. road so there's another thread that just kind of ends um, but structurally okay so you've got these weird sort of introductions to characters that doesn't necessarily that go anywhere out. yeah that fizzle out but did we care about that though here you go there's the question I kind did of we did care? Were we were we at an end were we like oh no what happened to him yeah, because I thought, why is that gangster guy with the big gun see, not coming back for see, some kind of revenge? I don't know if I cared too much about it. Well, I forgot you so, forget about yeah, it. Yeah, so fundamentally, I was just so drawn into the fact that it was so terrible <laughs> that I was expecting just shit to occur and just yeah, terrible yeah, things yeah, yeah. to happen and just and, zero and, and, continuity and, and zero subplot, happen. zero storyline. and. But there, there Bizarrely, is a story. you're drawn into it. Yeah, and but there is a story. Yeah, which as I want to. I want to. Yeah. I want to. Yeah. In conclusion, a little bit later, yeah. I, I would okay. like to give my opinion. Well, on okay, that. let's let's conclude yeah. that. Um, because in terms of structure, I do feel that there is a bit of a, there is a first act, um, but it has numerous sort of unresolved um, <laughs> arcs, and then. We get into the second act, and I'm trying to. I'm, I'm struggling to find that defining line between that first and second. In fact, I'm, tr- I'm struggling to find any defining so line. But the, you could argue that the end of the second act is when Johnny starts to suspect, because there, there's a few facial expressions that are given that kind of allude to him <laughs> suspecting that all is not well. And then a little bit more of you know that sort of humanity behind everything there's a little bit more of a connection now between that particular character and the audience who Johnny yeah yeah because so that okay. emotional sort of you know throughout the whole movie is drawn out yeah, I mean yeah. Johnny's an emotional so character and actually so then going back just we're going to segue again yeah, sorry yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just for a second so does that mean that he actually is a protagonist 
just because we meet him a few moments later and we see him less, are we actually viewing However, everything he's from He's the his person that leaves that lasting impression on you about the entire... Well, of course, because he's the victim. Yeah. And, 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 and that's exactly right. He's the victim. And, and hence my conclusion on everything is based on the fact that actually when, you know, when all is said and done, you've watched the whole movie as disjointed, as bizarre and as... Yeah. You know, in, 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 with, with the fairies as it is. <laughs> with the fairies. Actually, there is... For me, there was, um, there was, there was this real, um, uh, wonderful, underlying, important, insanely human, innocent kind of touch about the whole thing that kind of left me feeling, at the end, um, uh, really kind of, um, I, I, I'm, I, you know, I'm trying to find the words right now, but it was... It kind of, it kind His of lack of promotion. Well, it, well, it brought me, it kind of, it kind of brought me back to reality, and you know, you know, it made me assess, kind of. Really? Yeah, it made me assess me as a character and the way that I treat other people and the way that I'm being treated because. So, so just don't cheat. Well, I mean, no, I mean <laughs> that aside. I mean, I wouldn't do that anyway. But that aside, may maybe when I was 18. But <laughs> <laughs> that, that sorry, ex-girlfriends <laughs> listening to this. Yeah, I, I apologise. <laughs> uh, but that aside, I think there is a fundamental. Um, uh, you know, a real uh, there is a reality behind this whole thing. Yeah, Tommy yeah. is a, is a, is a he's a he's a torn animal. He's been you know he's been hurt, um, and then his reaction to everything is is a very human reaction actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, everything yeah. that he was implicated in or he was involved in every situation he reacted in actually I think a very human way. You yeah, know, he, yeah, he yeah, was, yeah. He was affected by it all. And he reacted with emotion, impulse, um, and actually, you're you're quite drawn to that because that yeah. is a raw human character trait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we all do it. And we all do it. And, that's quite it. Good. Yeah, and, yeah. and so I was drawn to that element of the character, and I see that through the entire movie. And I was like, you know, this is a very misunderstood guy. <laughs> um, um, Tommy Wiseau, yeah. character Johnny. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I. I I'm going to try and find the words, but uh, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 I think, I think you've said it quite well, actually, because in amongst all of this ridiculousness, um, how this, this chaos. yeah, and how this project, um, you know, uh, started out as a serious thing, took on a completely different uh, persona, value, yeah, yeah, and became this big cult, through, and, and has become a cult, and has found its audience of fan yeah, base yeah, and yeah, it yeah. has its place I mean you know the, uh, as a filmmaker is, he, should a, be is he a genius or I is think he, he is on did he just get lucky no um, may, yeah uh, I don't know actually I don't know the answer to that but either way either, yeah. um, I think it's up to interpretation isn't it so. yeah but the reality of the situation right now is uh, you can't dispute it right There's the, it's I indisputable mean, because that, that film I is mean, he, cult, he, he made so much money, it has so many fans, maybe for the wrong reasons. But the but underlying tone, that. the underlying tone behind the whole thing is that he is, um, he's, de good. he's dealing with very delicate situations. Yeah, and real situations, and very ultimately the message, as he, and actually, okay, so this, sorry, I've just sparked a memory. So he talked about, during his, um, uh, the, the opening, uh, comments from him and the Q&A bit he talked about he said every film has a message and he said the room has a message 
and actually... I think we've quite clearly established that actually he is a genius. Yeah, I think so, because his message was very clear. If we're to take his character as a protagonist, and his character does nothing... Um, uh, fallible. Fundamentally right. wrong. Yeah, yeah. because... He's the whole, by his emotions. The Lisa, I did not hear her. That's clearly some bullshit lie, even though that's never really fleshed out. That's some shit but that... We're, we're, led believe, we're led to believe that he didn't do anything to her. Uh, not even that. We, we know she, he, he didn't, because yeah. he comes out and, you know, it's, it's yeah, it's great comedic value. I didn't hit her. I did not do it. Oh, you know, whatever that line is, yeah? And, and it's so famous, but she's clearly fucking lying, because that preceding scene is them making love why would you be in the middle of making love to somebody not having sex yeah. even yeah, though he wanted yeah, to show yeah, us yeah, his it was, it was passionate wasn't yeah. it yeah, 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 yeah you wouldn't just then go okay I'm done and smack her in the fucking face and then walk out of there yeah. Yeah. so um, okay protagonist antagonist argument I think Johnny is the protagonist I, even I, though we don't see him much I, I, I would know Lisa is the antagonist but we just happen to see it from the antagonist's point of view so the film is from her POV he's a flipping genius yeah um, yeah I, I, do you know what to be honest with you in so touch or not, it doesn't matter because the final product points to that can I ask you a question yeah um, go, go, go. yeah, um, yeah. Uh, just before we sign off yeah and, and, and perhaps this is part of the conclusion um, can I ask you a question and that question is um how has this movie left you? What, what are you feeling? What, what yeah. Okay, all you, right, you, you, nice. you, You've come out of this movie, you've watched it, and we, we've had a laugh and a joke about the fact that, you know, you, you can't take it too seriously, and we, we you know, we... we yeah. yeah. Quite frankly, we've taken a piss out of it. A lot of it. Fundamentally, there is something behind there, isn't there? I think there, there is. There, there, it um, leaves you with something. What does it leave you with? And it's that one quote, even though I can't quote it correctly but it's that whole idea of just being good just being yeah. good yeah yeah don't don't be a dick to people for no reason yeah honesty truth and just yeah. being a good person which seems to be a fundamental part of this guy Tommy Russell not the character no, yeah, Johnny not the character the actual, the actual person, actual person. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I and I could not disagree with you more I mean I couldn't yeah, agree I, with yeah, you I could, yeah I mean, I came away from this, and, I, and as, as, as I've just said, it was, you know, it was a whole bag of laughs, and, you know... Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of you fun. Know, you don't take it too seriously, but, you know, from everything you do, everything you watch, and whatever, every element of life, you take a lesson from it, or you yeah. take some, some sort of learning that'll, you know, make you a better person, I suppose. And from this, I mean, it was just, uh, personally, I think, uh, an absolute raw life lesson yeah, in, yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. how to be a good person uh, yeah um, to be a better person and uh, yeah do uh, you know what yeah. okay um, absolutely you've just hit the nail on the head you know we've had such a uh, laugh and a joke about you know we've dissected this movie we've yeah, yeah, of, we've, we've, looked we've at made a, a mockery of it we've made fun of it we've done all this but actually in conclusion as we've just said right now yeah. you and I have both come away with actually uh, a big yeah, enlightened Slightly enlightened. I mean, it's not going to change my and life. And reinforcing what we already believe, I think. Because we you know, know not to be dicks to people. But it's so, just further So is he a genius or is he not? I yeah, think he's yeah, an absolute yeah. genius. Yeah, yeah. Because, um, you know, fundamentally, there are, there, there's, a, there's a complete life lesson in this. And it's, to, it, and it's just to be a, a really good guy and be good to people around yeah. you. Um, you know, and and don't, don't be taken advantage of. But, you know, but 
li live your life the way you want to live it and let people judge you and who, who gives a shit? Yeah. Who gives but a shit? Also, um, don't go to the extreme that he did and take your own life because, yeah. well, that's yeah, not going to really I mean, achieve yeah, anything because... I mean, yeah. he, and he did, didn't he? And I, and I actually, you know what, that works, that's a, uh, an amazing point. I totally forgot that, actually. Yeah, because I mean, she the, loses the, everything. The, 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 I mean, uh, uh, the, the final scene, sadly, is... Um, I said sadly. The, fi the final scene is um, Tommy putting a gun in his mouth, isn't it? And just yeah. ending his life because of, what, depression. Yeah. And, and as the movie ensued, well, you could kind yeah. of see that he was falling into that, you know, that th this... He had this pure love. He had a raw love behind this woman. He had this raw love for his best friend who betrayed him. And the woman that he loved betrayed him. And his whole world came crashing down. It's um, exactly like the Star Wars prequel trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, and, and actually, it's, a, it, it's actually a very sad story, isn't it? It is quite yeah, great. Jesus. Um, <laughs> that stage opening... Uh, session that he gave us that talk yeah you know he said every, every well, yeah, he said every story has a message he said such and such has a message he gave a couple of examples he said the room has a message and um irrespective of the technical did the whole audience not laugh at that point because they took it as kind of a you know as a as but when you look back at that you actually think yeah you i know, mean they they basically yeah, he, he's he's right because yeah. well, well, regardless he, of the technical um, elements, yeah, yeah, and, and and how this thing was put together, how it was shot, you can criticize the cinematography, you can criticize the editing, but it's been it's, it's been designed to be criticized, and that's the well, beauty about it, I think. No, 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 it hasn't. It hasn't. I think it invokes. I know, I know. Originally, it wasn't meant to be. No, so it's not been designed. But like, I'm, I'm, I'll cut that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, signing yeah. off now. I'm signing off. So. Um, it's <laughs> regardless of what the intent was of the film um, the eventual impact is incredibly clear as Tommy Rousseau yeah. said yeah. you know every, yeah like I said before, just now um, every story has a uh, has a message uh, and the room has a message. It depends on us, actually, how we interpret, how we interpret this that. Absolutely. Information Absolutely. is based on our life experiences. Yeah. We take away from it what we will. If we want it to be just silly, throwaway entertainment. And then you go then on and so move on with your yeah, life and crack uh, on. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. be it. Yeah. However, um, personally, I, I, I personally tend to take a lot more away from these things, or I try to. I well, read a bit more into it. I think, I, it, I think it's so important to do that, though, because yeah. otherwise, what's the point in doing anything? If you can't exactly. take something from a, a situation or scenario, then why bother? Exactly. I'm Rutvig. And I'm Chiggs. And together, we are the Vades. You bellin'. Yep. <laughs>